USGBC Plus Summer 2023. ASU brings a sustainable landscape to the student experience by Kylie Jacques. I'm Heather Benjamin. It was through a global lens that the administration, design team, student body, and other stakeholders responsible for Arizona State University's Orange Mall viewed the green infrastructure project. With the climate crisis and rapidly changing regional conditions driving much of the design thinking, the Tempe campus introduced its first site-certified landscape. The project transformed a portion of a vehicular road into a shady pedestrian mall, which roughly 12,000 people traverse daily. Employing low-impact development techniques, the integrated design team created a sustainable stormwater management solution using a series of bioswales, scuppers, and runnels that tie into native desert plantings and strategic seating areas making a green spine for an enhanced pedestrian experience and a living laboratory for academic studies and data collection. The Orange Mall Green Infrastructure Project, or Orange Mall, follows the success of the Campus Harvest Program, a standout example of ASU's sustainability goals and vision. With the addition of a flexible, accessible, educational and climate responsive promenade, the university has demonstrated its commitment to sustainability through principal design-build practices and active student engagement. The completed project and ongoing results give reason to highlight ASU on a global scale, one of the project's key objectives. Other aims included the promotion of climate-positive development, collaborative action, community success, food reconnection, water optimization, personal action, and climate resilience. According to the American Society of Landscape Architects, or ASLA, Orange Mall employs perceivable sustainable strategies, such as climate mitigation, recycling, zero waste, and water harvesting, as well as human benefits to improve physical and mental health and well-being. The renovation work was expansive from a sustainability perspective, but physically restrictive. The Green Mall was constructed on what was formerly an asphalt road leading to parking garages. The pedestrian corridor connects a concentration of classroom buildings at the center of campus. Challenging site conditions included heavy pedestrian and regular vehicular usage, flooding with even minor rainstorms, an unshaded asphalt surface that could reach 130 degrees Fahrenheit, shallow utility chases, and the need to accommodate a 25-foot fire lane as well as a loading dock with vehicle access. Features of the new greenscape include the Palm Court to the east for both educational programming and social events, such as concerts and student protests, a rain garden to the south with seating for quieter activities, a covered function space, and bioswales with integrated steel pedestrian bridges for crossing over the basins. Flood mitigation strategies include the north-south conveyance of water from both on- and off-site sources, Roof runoff water moves south through runnels to a rain garden for infiltration and as supplemental irrigation, and excess stormwater flows to a second infiltration gallery for use as groundwater recharge. Additionally, the modular paving system enables stormwater infiltration and allows tree roots to access greater volumes of moisture beneath paved areas. Allison Caldwell, principal of Caldwell Shalor Landscape Architecture, the film firm responsible for the design, shared in a recent webinar that the flood-mitigating bioswales allow 100% of the water from a 10-year storm event to pass through without overtopping, and the system promises to lower the high water elevation for a 100-year storm event by one inch. The bioswale design also helps meet the site's criteria for stormwater features, 
such as amenities and reduction of water consumption for landscape irrigation. A condensate water feature with marine-grade brass pipes, the design of which took inspiration from Arizona's stalactite-riddled caves, is located at the front entry of the adjacent student pavilion. It manages condensate from the building's HVAC system. The smaller pipes handle water during times of the year when there is less condensate, and the larger pipes operate when there is higher outdoor humidity and thus more indoor cooling and increased condensate. The feature saves an estimated 1,000 gallons of irrigation water. ASU sits at the northern edge of the Sonoran Desert. This means a desert biome was necessary for mitigating urban heat island effect, as well as the higher temperatures and more frequent monsoons and dust storms resulting from climate change. Of course, the desert environment includes intense sun exposure, so creating shade was critical. Shade is the most important microclimate element necessary to facilitate social connection, Caldwell said in her session, but it is extremely difficult to do in the desert because our native trees grow very slowly. She noted, too, that desert trees typically have small leaves with low evapotranspiration rates. For these reasons, the design team specified drought-tolerant date palms for their ability to cast wide swaths of dappled shade while allowing for event-related movement around their relatively narrow trunks. The resulting palm court is now the go-to place for student activities. The trees also produce fruit that is sold during the school's date harvest festival. Deciduous trees were planted in and along the bioswales for additional shade over the pedestrian route. The shade created by the maturing landscape has reduced the mean radiant temperature by 24 degrees Fahrenheit. Furthermore, by using all native or weather adaptive species, the team doubled the existing biomass density index, thereby satisfying another site's requirement. The approach taken to the Orange Mall project was a natural extension of the one taken to a concurrent building project, namely the Student Pavilion, a lead platinum building and the school's first net-zero energy structure. Sites made sense for creating meaningful indoor-outdoor connections between the new building and the landscape. ASU landscape architect and project manager Norman Yatabe values what the site's certification brought not only to this campus project, but to others as well. We see sustainable sites as the perfect vehicle to help us elevate the significance and role of the landscape in ASU's sustainability mission, he says. Sites has given us a formalized process for how we go through the planning, construction, and operation of our landscape projects. We have strong support from senior administration to use this as the model for future projects. Yatabe also acknowledges the many efficiencies site-certified landscapes have for operations crews, noting that lower maintenance requirements equate to labor and material cost savings. He views sites as a catalyst for looking more holistically at overall sustainable practices and believes it can be a driver for advancing best practices that include less reliance on gas-powered equipment, improving soil conditions for plant health, and reducing potable water use. Cindy Quinn, Principal of Ecological Environments and Sites Administrator for this project, points to some logistics. Understanding lead made for an instinctual transition to sites because the two rating systems are laid out in a similar fashion and are alike in their submission processes. Also, sites and USGBC have done a great job of aligning some of the credits and making sites and lead synergies easy to implement. She explains that many credits in the updated version of the lead rating system were consistent with credits and sites and vice versa. For example, when lead V4 was released, the metric for measuring heat island effect in hardscape was changed from SRI to SR, which meant it aligned with the similar credit in the sites rating system. 
GBCI created crosswalk documents to help teams understand the overlaps, she adds. If you are submitting for both, you can have the same review team for both certifications. On this project, it was definitely to our advantage to use the lead project equivalencies. CITES includes a performance monitoring credit to incentivize project teams to think beyond design and construction to include the sharing of performance data. The Orange Mall project is a prime example of how that information can be gathered and disseminated. The landscape serves as a supplemental resource for seven courses offered through ASU's design school. Students are actively involved in the monitoring of stormwater management and space utilization. It is also the site for ongoing research collaboration with the Technological Institute of Sonora, Mexico, and it provides on-site opportunities for area practitioners interested in green infrastructure. We saw an opportunity to turn the heart of campus into a green heart by putting a living laboratory front and center, says Colwell. It's one thing to say you are going to design a living lab, but if you don't have students and faculty performing research on it and proving some of the assumptions, then it isn't as useful as it could be. It's beneficial to have the data they collect. To show that we can cool a space by 24 degrees is so helpful when moving forward with other projects. Performance monitoring has also revealed increased water capacity and improved water quality. Through ongoing research and monitoring, notes ASLA, this site's certified landscape will continue to educate, serving as a daily reminder of environmental stewardship's criticality during this time of threatening climate change. The numbers appear in favor of this prediction. ASU's research shows an average of 400 daily site users spending at least two hours in the new landscape. That's a lot of people positioned to learn myriad lessons.